Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seven soccer show. Time creates your life. You never know what happens tomorrow. With Rowan Hendrix. But now, you in charge by time. Hashtag, Hashtag making good choices. Space and matter. On www.rh7soccershow.co.za. Welcome, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you find yourself in the world. I'm your host, Ron Hendricks, broadcasting all the way from Limpopo province in South Africa. The FIFA World Cup 2022 is happening on Sunday, the kickoff uh, match, uh, the first match of this World Cup 2022 in Qatar is happening on Sunday, the 20th of November 2022. 
I'm looking forward to it and uh, it sees Qatar up against Ecuador. Hope you'll enjoy it and uh, you'll be having a festive time this Sunday, uh, this morning, this afternoon, wherever you're listening to this podcast, uh, I'll be bringing you some of the comments uh, from the second part of the Cristiano Ronaldo interview that has been uh, revealed by Piers Morgan and also yeah some sad news for Senegal but uh, you'll hear about that uh, in the show as well we also chat uh, a little bit or we listen to some audio from the Black Panther star Chadwin Bosman uh, his wife she had an interview with uh, Hoopy Goldberg and I'll be playing some of that uh, interview as well as I went to watch the Wakanda Forever movie and I just feel it uh, fitting to do a little bit of a tribute of that here on the show. Hope you enjoy it. It's powered by Hydrate. It's syndicated all the way in New York City as I go live once more in South Africa. Really sad news for Sadio Mane, uh, Senegal's Sadio Mane. He has been ruled out of uh, the World Cup. It's after sustaining a uh, leg injury uh, for Bayern Munich and it's a real big blow for his national side who knew he would be missing missing for at least the first uh, few games Uh, but uh, now it looks like it's a lot worse than that uh, and it's going to be the whole tournament. Yeah, and it's a huge miss, isn't it? The 93 caps, 34 goals, uh, Qatar, Ecuador and Netherlands in uh, Senegal's group just made uh, life a little bit easier for them but bad news for him and uh, and I guess bad news for a lot of football fans who are really keen to... uh, to have seen him in action. Absolutely, we haven't seen a lot of uh, Sadio Mane as much as we're used to after he left uh, Liverpool for Bayern Munich, but um, he has been so decisive for his uh, national side. We're talking about a, a player who is uh, a two-time African Player of the Year as well, uh, and he was the one that got the decisive spot kick, not just in uh, the Africa Cup of Nations final, but also uh, that enabled uh, Senegal to qualify for this World Cup. Uh, he is their talisman, uh, but he is out of the competition. So, Yeah, sad news uh, there about Sadio Mane um, going to miss this year's World Cup with a leg injury sustained in a match that he played for Bayern Munich. Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard, two of the golden generations of England, they also give their views on what they think uh, English chances are uh, for this year's World Cup. And then uh, we head over to the Portuguese uh, journalist who, if you maybe forgot, uh, this week there was something leaked within the Portuguese media from the Portugal dressing room where uh, two teammates, Cristiano Ronaldo, was greeting Bruno Fernandes and uh, some have read uh, a little bit more or a little bit less into the situation, but uh, the Portuguese... Uh, journalist uh, will clear all that up. Bruno Bruno Fernandez coming out and saying there's nothing to it. If you if you listen to the to the audio that has been added uh, uh, later on, you'll see that uh, there's nothing. They are very focused on the World Cup. Uh, Portugal have come out. The Portuguese coach has also come out and said that uh, when they're at uh, the Portugal training base it's all about Portugal all about the World Cup and Bruno Fernandes also saying that uh, he'll deal with all Manchester United issues after the 18th of December that's when the final of the World Cup will be taking place and uh, then he'll put his focus on that but hey Steven Gerrard Frank Lampard 
Uh, this is what they had to say. Now to two players who are at the heart of England's so-called golden generation. Numerous managers tried and failed to get the best out of Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard. The pair never made it past the quarter-final at a major tournament with England. Both, though, won over 100 caps for their country and both are very positive about England's chances in Qatar. I think the difference between them succeeding or not uh, in this tournament will be can they lean on previous experience from previous tournaments because they should have took a lot of confidence and belief and encouragement from the performance they be millimetres away from winning the Euros to get to a World Cup semi-final is a, a positive performance. So I think collectively they should have belief, they should have confidence and togetherness. They're a real tight group, they've got a fantastic manager, there's a lot of talent. I think if we get the right bits of luck and the right breaks, keep the majority of the squad healthy, uh, I'm confident we can go all the way. I think England are one of four or five teams that can win this World Cup and um, that's not false belief or hope. That is me watching this team uh, evolve and grow and previous tournament experience. Um, I also think that other teams haven't necessarily got stronger over the coming years and I think England are getting better and better as we go along. Okay, they're not in the best of form in recent games, but a World Cup's difference, there's enough there's enough games in the groups for us to build confidence and belief from and then anything can happen from there. Now Everton manager Frank Lampard is also feeling good about England's chances. He was speaking from a very windy Bondi beach. A couple of tournaments where they've had relative success and they're getting stronger in my opinion. So I think we can we can fairly put England as one of the favourites in the tournament with the talent that they have in the squad. Other than that, I think there's, there's challenges everywhere. I think the Brazil and Argentina have got two really strong squads, and that certain style of football that they play, the talent within that, they've got you know really really strong squads. So I think that'll be big challenges, and then you can never really come away. I think to some of the top European teams that have been there and done that, France in recent years, Spain technically a really good team. So I think there are a lot of challenges. It'll be about momentum within the, the tournament itself. Who gets through their group, who builds that confidence and momentum, and then that can take you all the way. Now England's midfield looks set to include 19-year-old Jude Bellingham. He became the youngest player to appear for England at a major tournament when he came off the bench in their opening match of Euro 2020 at the age of 17. And Steven Gerrard has backed him to become one of the standout players at this year's World Cup. The tournament's going to be littered with high-class players. Obviously, I'll be focusing my attention on, on England. I'm really excited to, to watch Jude Bellingham. I'm a massive fan of him. I think the next um, 10, 15 years he's going to become an England superstar. Uh, and yeah, you know, the, there's a lot of Premier League players out in the World Cup that are going to be um, hoping they're on the, on the right side of a, a successful tournament. Argentina arrived in Qatar yesterday. Lionel Messi got so close to winning the World Cup in Brazil eight years ago. Argentina beaten 1-0 in the final by Germany. Messi says he'll retire from international football after this tournament and Frank Lampard thinks he deserves a World Cup. Him and Ronaldo are the outstanding players of a generation, but probably of any generation, to be fair. So I think what he's done, that kind of level of player, you kind of want it to be part of the TV that you've won a World Cup um, for, the, for the legacy in the long term. But I don't think he has to chase that. He's done more than enough in the game, but I think for his, I'm sure from his point of view, he'll want to take Argentina to a World Cup and win it with them. So, you know, good luck to him. I think he deserves a lot for his career that he's had. 
So why is Lampard on Bondi Beach, you may ask? Well, he's out in Sydney with the Everton players who aren't at the World Cup. They're taking part in the Sydney Super Cup tournament. That's with Celtic and A-League side Sydney FC and Western Sydney. It's a welcome break, you'd have to say, from Premier League action for Everton. They've lost their last two games. They're 17th in the table, just a point above the bottom three. So... You listened uh, to Frank Lampard and uh, Steven Gerrard on their thoughts on what England's chances uh, for this year's World Cup uh, could be. As I said, uh, the Portuguese journalist uh, just uh, also sharing s- some of his views on uh, what happened uh, in the changing room for the Portuguese uh, players. He's always uh, happy when he's in national team, you know. So I see him yesterday. He's quite fine uh, as always and um, as he said before um, for him it's always a pleasure to be here he's totally focused on national team and uh, for sure he's going to be a big help for us in this World Cup about the timing of the interview the timing no for us it's it's the same the headlines is always about him so for us it's quite the same Um, so I, I don't see a problem with the timing because Everyone now they speak about Cristiano, so it's fine for us. It seemed that Ronaldo was met by an apparent frosty reception from United teammate Bruno Fernandes. However, Jean Mario explained what happened between the pair in Portuguese in his news conference. Portuguese football journalist Pedro Sapovelda translated what he had to say. It's, all is not what it seems. Today, João Mario just clarify all the situation. Ronaldo was the first one to come to uh, national team camp and Bruno Fernandes was the last one and they both play for the same team. So Ronaldo made a joke to Bruno Fernandes asking him if he came by boat and not by plane. So that was the, the only thing that they were talking about. There is no problem between Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes and both of them are focused on the World Cup. Both focused on the World Cup. That is uh, João Mario, the Portuguese journalist, uh, just clearing the air there. I don't want to even <laughs> make any more comments on it. Um, I'm also not uh, choosing sides. Uh, should a player have aired uh, his uh, grievances like Cristiano Ronaldo has done? And uh, I just want to also put it out there that uh, as a football coach, you have to look at it uh, both sides as well. Has he been provoked or has he been disrespected? And also from Ronaldo's side, uh, how much more did he have to take? Did he have to do it in a different way? Uh, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to help air uh, the concerns of everyone out there on why Ronaldo might have done this, the timing of it, as well as also he, the human side of this phenomenal football player it's a friday the 18th of november 2022 and you're listening to this the ra7 soccer show it's powered by ID radio syndicated all the way in new york city please don't forget to check out the website on www.ra7soccershow.co.za as we continue with some espn fc views on ronaldo uh, and also then i'll play some of the audio from his second edition of the interview with Piers Morgan and then we'll catch up with uh, Chad uh, Bosman's uh, wife her first real interview uh, breaking a silence on her husband's uh, death 
and then I'll close it with a tribute to Black Panther, the second edition, Wakanda Forever. Cristiano Ronaldo interview, the second part, aired tonight um, in the UK, and everyone's been talking about it. Nadam, looking at Cristiano at this tournament, everybody now has poured every action Portugal does under a microscope. But can he save face in this tournament, or has he tarnished his legacy? To be honest, I think that the people who love Ronaldo more than anything will not see any fault in what he's done over the last week. You pointing fingers? I'm not necessarily pointing at you, but possibly. <laughs> and in regards to that, this is all the club stuff. It, like, it does matter. But for fans of Portugal, if he helps them win the World Cup, mm. do they really care? You know, this, what he's done for them, what he's done for that national team, they remember it very fondly. And as it stands, that's his identity more so than, say, his connection to Manchester United. And I think losing that chapter is a very sad thing for those who remember him so fondly. Mm. But the World Cup's different. That's why this interview's come out now. It's come out when it has. Because he thinks he can separate two things. But his club legacy is tarnished. His club legacy at, at Manchester United, United is tarnished. Yeah. At Manchester yeah. Completely. United. Yeah. Like, unforgivable now. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where you say, never go back. You know? And yeah. I, can un I can understand that. And it is tarnished because the way that he's behaved is very much against what a lot of fundamental, fundamental type fans believe Manchester United is. But this is different now because it's, it's Cristiano Ronaldo, who's one of the best players to have ever played the game. And you could argue a case that from the outside, some people perceive him to be bigger and more important than Manchester United. And that's a crazy thing to I'm think. I'm not sure about that. Some people, some Maybe, people. Some people do, some people say he's a goat. Literally, no, some people do, some people do. I'm not goat, saying. Goats don't do that. Goats don't insult but the club that pays them. Barcelona when he wasn't happy with things going on behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, but he never got to this point. And this is what I'm saying. This is, is it just how he did it and not necessarily what some he of the said. Thing, yeah, because some of the things he said are facts. true. Yeah, yeah, some of the things he said, I think a lot of Manchester United fans and, and non-Manchester United fans will agree with some of the criticism yeah, they yeah. had of the yeah. club. Yeah. However, you cannot put yourself in this position against your club. You can't go against your manager like this, even if you were not happy by... He wanted to sub you on for the last three minutes of a game that you've already won. I understand that, and we no, disagree no, no, on that. No, 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 no. There's, there's more to that, because you say he can't, but from his perspective, why can't he? No, you can't criticise publicly no, like why, that. Why can't he do that? If he why can't he refuse to go on? If he doesn't know, if he doesn't see his future at Manchester United, why would he believe that he can't do that? Because if it's done, it's done. But because I, this is not, there's a reason why players never do this. Why yeah. we never do this happening yeah. while you're under contract. Yeah. Behavior, I suppose. At, exactly. At all there, there's boundaries as a as a player under contract for a of football course. club. There are of boundaries course. that you can't go over. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with it at all. I would hate it if one of my teammates mm. ever did that. But in this instance, he's gonna leave. So what's the timing? Is, is, is it 100% that he's going to leave? Jules, I'll go to you on this one because as Nadam said, this has now gotten to a situation where it's like, surely we can't see a way for him back at Manchester United. He did say today that if Portugal do win the World Cup now, he'll hang up his boots happily. But if that doesn't happen, um, where would take him? Could he take a pay cut? He says he wants to play until he's 40. So that's two and a half years, a, a little bit less than that. He said 40 is a good age to stop. Okay, no problem. But right now, there is not a top club in Europe that will take him. Even if he offers to play for free, I just don't think that he's... Even he's, if he wins a World Cup with Portugal? Or at that least doesn't change anything. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that matters. No. That doesn't change anything. No. Right now... It's just a big problem now. It's not a problem. It's just that a lot of the way the top teams play, yeah. there's just no room for him. He's not suited anymore for that kind of football and the kind of style. What yeah. about MLS? MLS or maybe going back to sporting. 
because this would be a beautiful end to what was an amazing career. That's yes. The rest, for, for me as well, I know we're spending probably a lot of time on this, but the stuff that he said over the last week isn't necessarily one of the reasons why he can't. We wouldn't find a top club in Europe. I think the fact that he's a 38-year-old player who costs the amount that he does is the bigger issue than this incident itself. I think if he was in a different situation, maybe he was... I want to just talk to you briefly about the World Cup. Um, your fifth World Cup, and you say it's your last, but I mean, you'd only be 41 at the next one. Could we have a sixth World Cup, potentially? Will be tough. Will be tough. So this may be the last one. Probably, yeah. You've got an exciting team full of experience and young players, Portugal. Are you optimistic about your I'm chances? I'm very optimistic. We have a fantastic coach. We have a good generation of football players. I'm looking forward that we're going to do an amazing World Cup. Would that be for you the, the pinnacle of your career, to win a World Cup with Portugal? Because I don't... I don't... I never... Well, I dreamed one time about that. Um, Holding the World Cup? Yes. It's going to be tough, extremely difficult, but everything is possible, but of course we're going to compete. It's hard to beat Who are the, who are the biggest rivals? You we are not the favourites. Who we, do are you, who never, do you, we are never, we are never favourites. No, of course, but who do you, you were favourites when you won the Exactly, Europe, right? exactly. Who do you think are the ones to really watch? Who are the best squads out there? Probably France. France. I will put Spain, Argentina, Germany. Brazil? Brazil, of course. They look good. They look good. What about, you haven't mentioned them. <laughs> ah, England as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, England. You think England have a, have a chance? Have a chance beside Portugal, in my opinion. Uh, but let's see, we'll be different, we'll be in a winter. Is it weird playing at winter? Do you care? Do you care? I don't really care, to be honest. A part of the issues that the country, whatever, they try to, to, they try to speak now that it wasn't not good option to do that, but they should do that before. We, are, we should focus only on football, the competition, the people to enjoy. Do you think all the politics and the morality debates and stuff should that all be left aside now 100% focus on the, on the of game course. I feel that of course they should do, they should do that that debate should be had before you award exactly the exactly they should concentrate it in in all competition all the national teams the people to be welcome in a in a in Qatar and I, I see I see a good tournament to be honest I think Qatar they are prepared they are prepared for that and will be where to play in the beginning of the season, yes, but in the same way, a challenge. Mm. I think it's, to be honest, it's good. I feel good. I feel with good energy. So what about this idea? You get to the final. Portugal, the Argentina. You score two. Messi scores two. The last minute, 94th minute, you score a third for your hat-trick and you win the World Cup. Is that, be honest. It's too good. Come is on. that the dream? It's too good. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Too good dream. But if it happened? Ah, oh, come on. It's, it, it, That's it, the dream. You can, can score another player. I don't care. I don't care. If the Portugal be in the final and score, even the goalkeeper, I will be the most happy man in the world. But if, if this happens, come on. I will say I will finish football if this happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You retire, right? Yeah, I retire. 100%. 100%. I mean, it may well be Messi's last World Cup. He's never won it either. I mean, you are 
you know, you're linked forever, the pair of you. To me, the greatest there's ever been. You're number one for me. Uh, Thank you. He's number two. You're number one to you. <laughs> He's number two. Um, but it's an amazing relationship you have, even though you're not, I know, great friends or anything, but you're always respectful when you see each other. Very. What, you, what do you think of him, Messi, man? As you both head to maybe your last world. As a football player? Yeah, and as a, as a person. Amazing. Player is magic top. As a person, we share the state 16 years. Imagine, 16 years with we at the highest we level. share so i have great relationship with him i'm not friend of him in terms of when i mean friend is the guy who, ha- who is with you in your house speaking the phone no but it's like a teammate he's a guy that i really respect the way he always speak about me even his, his wife or my wife my girlfriend they always respect <clears throat> they are from argentina my girlfriend is from argentina yeah. So good. What I'm gonna say about Messi? Great things. He's a good guy. He's, he do everything for football. He's the best player you've ever seen, excluding yourself? Probably yes. Him, Zidane, probably uh, yes. That I play, fight with him. Yes. Have you ever had dinner together? Never. Would you like to? Why not? One day to sit down yes. and yes. Listen, I, I, I like. Can I, can I come? I love, of course, <laughs> I love to meet people, I love people, you know, I love, I love to share things, ideas, learn things, mm. ideas, new histories, new brains, mm. why not? I will do it for sure, I will do it. That would be, that in would a few be, years, yeah. at the bat, as Maradona and Pele did, yes. no problem, come on, I'm a, I'm a good person, I know I've, I have a good heart and, you know, I'm, I don't like... I don't like to, you know, to criticize people. It's not the way I, I took my life. Everything is positive. And if there's like a weird sequence of events, and Bafé goes to Real Madrid, and PSG ring you up and go, we've had a great idea. We want to put Messi and Ronaldo. Everything up it's everything it's possible in in uh, in football. So and that would be incredible. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. As I told you before, yeah, they'd sell some shirts. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure, they will sell a lot of shirts. Are Arsenal going to win the Premier League? I hope so. You do? Manchester first. If not, <laughs> if not, Arsenal is. Yeah, they're This is Portugal's starting 11. Cristiano Ronaldo was not part of it. He had a stomach bug, which is why he wasn't playing. But there's been more talk about him today because the latest installment of his explosive interview with Piers Morgan was released today and it's to do with when he left the pitch early and went down the tunnel in the Spurs game. He said, it's something that I I regret to have left from the stadium in the same way I felt provoked by the coach. Not allowed for me. A coach to put me in three minutes in a game. Sorry, I'm not that kind of player. Don't tell me that the top players, the guys who want everything, the key players will play three minutes. Come on, this is unacceptable.
These people did not call him General or King. They called him Kukul Khan, the Feather Serpent God. Killing him will risk eternal war. He's coming for the surface world. What you whisper. I met this person who was this wonderful man, and he then ended up being a global superstar. Yeah. <laughs> and really, after Black Panther came out, it did kind of happen yeah. overnight. Black Panther would forever change Chadwick Boseman's life. It catapulted him to a different stratosphere of fame. The film earned more than a billion dollars worldwide, with Chadwick becoming the first black superhero in the Marvel Universe. We knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world, that we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing. But in 2020, after a hard-fought and private four-year battle with colon cancer, the 43-year-old actor passed away. Now, the news both shocked and devastated fans around the world. And it devastated his family, including the love of his life, his widow, Simone Bozeman. I can't believe that. I can't believe that I was so lucky. I can't believe that I got to love this person. And I also got them to love me, too. Simone, you're with me every day. I have to acknowledge you right now. Love you. It has been the most challenging two years I've ever had in my life. When you decided not to share what was happening, were you scared somebody was going to dig and find out that he was much iller than people thought? It was COVID, when things were really starting to spiral. And that meant that everybody was in their house. And there was no pressure for anybody to go outside. It seemed like, is this a crazy coincidence that we get to actually be inside? We get to be here with family, with, you know, together. together. And everybody in the world is also experiencing this togetherness in the midst of this awful, scary, unpredictable time. We kept that circle real. Our circle was basically a dot. That support was a needed crutch. It would be Simone who would accept the Golden Globe on her late husband's behalf for his role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I ain't like you, Cutler. I got talent. Oh, me and this home, we's tight. He would say something beautiful, something inspiring, something that would amplify that little voice inside of all of us that tells you you can, that tells you to keep going that calls you back to what you are meant to be doing at this moment in history. Some days I'm doing worse than I'm really willing to acknowledge, and other days I'm doing better than I feel comfortable admitting. Right. You know, the, the grief really, it, it moves in. Howard University was his beloved alma mater, where they recently reestablished their College of Fine Arts program, naming it in his honor. So we have a scholarship now right. at Howard, and we have four scholars. 
One of them uh, graduated this past year and, you know, was very proud to be the first graduating Bozeman Scholar of the first graduating class of the Chadwick Bozeman College of Fine Arts. One of the scholars is junior acting major Sean Smith. Chadwick Bozeman's legacy has paved the way for me. He showed that you weren't just limited to these basic roles. You could do whatever you want. And education was a huge, important part of Chadwick's legacy. Taking this mantle, and we are carrying it to as many voices as we can. What a powerful interview. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I sat there. How powerful is that? Uh, Chad Week, Postman's Bo- uh, wife, chatting to Upi Goldberg about his life, his legacy that they are leaving behind. I'm closing the show with uh, a song track from uh, the movie Wakanda Forever. Hope you enjoyed it with me this morning. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy this, the 18th of November 2022. Take care till Monday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the World Cup. Enjoy the opening match, Qatar up against Ecuador on Sunday. iHeartRadio now combines your favorite radio stations, plus your on-demand music collection, all in one app. iHeartRadio All Access now allows you to take your music collection offline to listen anywhere without a connection or using data. From the My Music Pivot, tap on a playlist you want to take offline. Toggle to Offline. Indicators will fill in seconds, showing when your tracks and playlists are available offline. Radio plus unlimited music all in one app. Well, I pray that the universe gives you way more than you deserve. When the tears fall like shooting stars Remember who you are Just look up to the sky, you'll see Well, I pray that the universe Gives you way more than you deserve When the tears fall like shooting stars Remember who you are Just look up to the sky, you'll see Coming back for you See you someday. I know that I'ma see you someday. And I go take you someplace. I know that I'ma take you someplace. And I go have a leave you out. And I go give you no other. Always be there for you. you